Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If a fire breaks out in your home, you have much less time to escape today than you did 30 years ago. The reason? The synthetic products that most of us have in our homes burn hotter and faster than the materials we used to use. Welcome to The Daily Download. I'm Travis Fain, and today's deep dive conversation is about house fires. Keely Arthur leads the Five on Your Side team here at WRAL, and she has seen this in action, been at a test fire. Welcome, Keely. Great to be here, Travis. So we're starting today with some calculations from the Underwriters Laboratory, right, which is a major risk and standards and product testing group. Keely, so walk us through what's changed in this area over the decades and what you saw on that test fire. Right. So people will say like grandma or grandpa's furniture was made out of wood products. Now everything is particle board. I think of like Ikea, but it's it's everything. It's those lighter materials. Cheaper, lighter. Cheaper, lighter. Um, and it's good. On some fronts as a consumer, we want cheaper things. Life is expensive. But on the other hand, um, those things burn at a lower smoke point so they can catch on fire easily. And they burn eventually much faster, much hotter. And when you look around your home, I mean, in doing this story, my drapes are synthetic. The uh, furniture, the TV stand synthetic. I mean, there's so many. My couch, synthetic. Like, And, and so all of that um, compared to your point about three decades ago uh, is going to make things much more flammable. And uh, seeing is believing, obviously, this is not a visual medium, but kind of describe <laughs> for us, and you've got a story coming on this on WRL. People can see it on, on, on TV. What was it like in person to watch that test fire burn? So we partnered with the Morrisville Fire Department, and they, for educational purposes, set us up in a mock living room um, with a with a dresser that was kind of covered in lacquer, That not for the purpose of the test, but that's just the way the dresser was, and then two different couches. They didn't use any um, fire starter or anything. They just lit the dresser on fire, and within three minutes, the, the couch was fully engulfed in flames. And then there was another couch that was made um, kind of with like a plasticky type fabric, and that had just melted. And this is kind of a, a an aside, but one of the things that we talked about was a lot of children's clothing gets recalled often because it's made out of synthetic materials. And if, you know, in a really serious situation, it could melt on a child. That's mm. why you want to put your kids in cotton organic materials. Was it shocking to watch the progression of the fire? I mean, you can think about a candle left unattended or something and then how quickly. Right. And that's exactly what they wanted to mimic. Just a candle, just a little flame and how quickly that tiny flame can go to a total house fire. And it was scary. The firemen, I mean, they kept kept us back a ways, but they were in full gear. And my photographer and I were just kind of in our, our normal outfits. And it was scary. Like there was uh, 30 seconds between the fire getting as big as it did and then putting it out with their hoses that 
I gen- felt genuine fear because of how big it had gotten. And did a I, did a camera melt? Did a GoPro camera <laughs> yeah, melt? Yeah, we did. We tried to get a few different angles for the shot um, so people could just see the progression in some different ways. The normal camera was fine. We were far back. But the GoPro that was inside the home um, eventually melted and, and fell to the floor. And I want to say for the test, you know, in a real situation, everything's going to be enclosed for us, we had the doors open so we could shoot into the home. So in reality, it would probably have burned even hotter. And three minutes, right, is what what I've seen this from the Red Cross. I've seen some Washington Post coverage. Once the flames are involved, once the fire is really going, you have about three minutes to get out of your house. Yeah, and everything. I mean, it was like, it's just, it's crazy. It really does come in a blink of an eye. Yeah, and that's scary stuff. Now, you didn't just do this story out of the blue, there there was a very specific uh, fire that happened, I believe, in Alamance County yeah. back in November. Tell us about that. And that was, you know, I start this story, it was a fire with the most unusual of causes. And this is another aside, but when I was 13, our house was struck by lightning and burnt down. So I've always been had some personal kind of interest. Luckily, no one was hurt, but it you know, it really, we were out of our home for, for months. Mm. And fires start in all kinds of different ways. This was very atypical. A person over in Alamance County, uh, allegedly, we haven't talked to him, but we talked to the fire department in Burlington, took his clothing out of the dryer mid-cycle. It was still very hot, put the clothing on the bed, left for work and the clothing started to smolder on the bed and started a fire. He is still out of his home, I believe, um, right now. And that happened in November of last yeah, year. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's normal behavior, right? We, we talk about don't leave the dryer running when you're not at home. So yeah. what do you do? You turn the dryer off. You take the clothes out. You put them on your bed. I'll deal with those later. But he had a jacket made of some sort of, I, I don't know if it was polyester, what sort of material, but there was a label on it that said, hey, don't dry. We've all seen that label. Kind of ignore that label. We often ignore it because we don't realize that, hey, it might smolder enough if you, if, if it, that's scary stuff. And then it just, Started a fire that destroyed his bedroom. Exactly. And yeah, two things. Read the label on your clothing. I know people kind of don't, and you just don't think these things are going to happen to you, but it happened. It happened near us. And then also make sure you have your dryer go through the full cycle, including the cool down cycle. We did a experiment for five on your side in addition to our Morrisville test burn where um, we took a temperature gun and opened my dryer mid-cycle and the temperature of the clothing was about 144 degrees. If you do it after a full cool down, it's still really warm. It's 120 degrees, but those temperatures make a difference. Yeah, it makes a difference. You can still get that kind of warmth. And, and I mean, what? why do we put the dry? Because my dryer doesn't always get everything dry the first time. So you run it a second time. Again and again. You're in a hurry. Yep. Or you just want to knock the wrinkles out of clothing <laughs> yeah. and you don't think about it. Uh, so that that can be scary stuff. A lot of house fires happen because of, of smoldering. Like a hot lamp falls on a blanket, eventually causes a flame that spreads. And then, you know, if enough heat builds up, Kind of boom, what you saw in that in that test fire. Yeah, and it happens very often. The last two things I'll say about dryer safety, make sure your lint uh, vent is clear. That it can really kind of cook the clothing and make temperatures much higher if that is clogged. Also, if you're someone who is a big 
uh, cook, a big chef, or you work in a kitchen, having uh, cooking oils on your clothing can also create a fire. So be wary of that. Yeah, watch out for oil spots. And this guy who, who lost his home in this fire, he's a safety control officer, manages fire safety at work. This can happen to anyone. Luckily, he had one of those auto systems because he wasn't at home that calls the fire department. And I will say, and the fire department is on record saying this, he had, um, yeah, surveillance and you think, oh, it's a false alarm. He told um, the security company, ignore that, ignore mm-hmm. that. And then eventually they did call 911. But another thing, like, you just don't think this is going to happen. You always think it's a false alarm. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. We'll talk a little bit more about safety tips and, and what to do if that smoke alarm goes off. Stay with us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. All right, welcome back to the Daily Download. We're with Keely Arthur on the Five on Your Side team. They do a lot of consumer product stories. Uh, you look at different things. Where, where this story about this the, this fire and synthetics and how quickly a fire can spread in a modern home? Where does this story rank on like a scale of? Well, boy, I didn't know that. To no, that makes sense. I, how surprising, I guess, was this story? I don't know. I think it was very surprising in a way because when we do stories on, we do a lot of like stories on scam, fraud, things that you think are kind of, you're when you're in your home, you feel like you're safe. And right. if you are smart on the internet and you feel like you can kind of keep the, the scammers out. With this stuff, these synthetic materials, they're in your home. They're, they're I looked everywhere. It just create a lot more awareness for me for just how flammable things are. Um, And also, I think we think in this day and age, there's a lot of testing, but uh, that doesn't mean that it means your your home's always going to be safe. Yeah, I think one of the lessons to learn in life is that just because someone official has signed off on something does not mean that you are fully protected. And it certainly doesn't mean you're protected in a way Outside of what the product was designed to do, right? I mean, which is why we talked about ignoring labels and chunking stuff in the dryer. Uh, It's so easy. Don't be paranoid, but just, yeah, that extra awareness. This job has really helped me, I think, become a much more kind of vigilant person without going too crazy. Yeah, yeah. Think think things through. Let's do some safety tips. I've got some, uh, but but you start. Safety tips for, for fires. Okay, so you just want to, the best plan or, you know, the best prevention is to have a plan. So make sure that um, the fire chief that we interviewed in Morrisville, he said, 
you never, the first time an emergency happens does not want to be the first time that you are practicing how to handle it. So get together with your family and maybe monthly even say, okay, how would we handle this? As you mentioned, you only have three minutes to get out of your house when there's a fire at your house. So you need to be really quick and uh, have a plan in the back of your head. Yeah. Have an escape plan. Practice that escape plan. Talk about it with the kids. You know, not in a scary way, but if you do, if you talk about things every in a certain way every now and then, it helps. Uh, check those tags. No oil on your clothes. Check, as you said, your 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 lint screen. But also, I here's something I learned: don't trust the lint screen. Have you ever pulled the lint screen and then put a flashlight down there? You, you if not, you'll be amazed Thanks. how much those lint screens do a lot less than you realize, which is why. Uh, my mama, your mama probably always told you, do not run the dryer when you are out of the house. That's good advice. We used to, when I was a Boy Scout, we used lint from the dryer. We would ball it up and use it as a fire it's starter. Kind of, yeah. Um, and they say that you should get your that lint um, vent looked at yearly. So I know it's not another thing you want to add to your list, but it could be really useful. Yeah. And you can also at Home Depot get one of those little snakes that kind of goes and and cleans the area out, uh, vacuum it out. Pay attention to it. Uh, Working smoke alarms on every floor of your home, uh, including outside of every sleeping area. Here's something I learned. Sleep with your door closed. Yes. Because the smoke and the heat, I guess... Yeah, you're going to you're going to block some of the smoke, some of the heat from coming in if you have your door closed. And a lot of newer homes like I live in a newer townhouse that is outfitted with a sprinkler system. So while our homes are filled with more synthetic materials, there's also some more um, fire safety measures that are put in building codes and things like that. But just kind of be aware of how old your home is and act accordingly. A lot of older homes don't have open floor plans. Open floor plans can um, let a fire spread much more quickly, mm-hmm. quickly, mm-hmm. and uh, it, we should mention uh, the, the products industry, kind of home furnishings. They note that they uh, put like flame retardant chemicals into into furniture now. So I mean, we're not trying to give which anybody can the also idea. cause cancer. So well. there's only, like there's all these kind of different things. And again, it's just awareness. And then one thing that was really interesting, we live in this day and age where we have so many, we have so much of everything. And I love my mom, but she like, I think she just wants to hold on to a lot of things. So our garage is filled with things um, at my parents' house. That is all kindling. That's all things that can catch on fire. So try to go through your home and um, in places that can kind of collect a lot of materials like garages, attics, and uh, get rid of stuff that you can or donate it. All right. Good advice. Thank you, Keely. Thanks for listening uh, at home to the WRL Daily Download and making us part of your morning. If you like what you're hearing, rate us, review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. Another great great way to get WRAL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email waiting for you in your inbox every morning with Triangle News, events, headlines. Get you ready for your day. Sign up for that at WRAL.com slash newsletter. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. 
and this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.